The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You are listening to Habs and Minded. Brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. And there we have it. Arturi Lekkonen is not a Montreal Canadian anymore, having scored maybe one of the most important goals over last season, and especially in, in the Bell Center. Arthur Lecon was traded to Colorado Avalanche for Justin Barron and a second round pick. It's a great deal. It's me, Patrick Bexel, and I'm joined with Jared Book today. And, and we're going to talk you through what happened on trade, trade deadline day. Jared, your instant reaction on the Lekkonen trade? Ken Hughes is, is, a, is a really good negotiator. <laughs> we're gonna have to call him merlin or or, <laughs> or something now right Gans yeah J- jedi mind trick or something because look look you know a, a couple weeks ago people were laughing at him right because the reports were bench rot first round pick is what he wanted brett kulak he wanted a second round pick arturi lekkanen he wanted a first round pick well here we are you know about an hour after the trade deadline right now and he got all three. We're still waiting for the official word on the Brett Kulak trade, but the you know the trade call is going on right now. But it's very clear that he got what he wanted. And you know, a lot of times uh, general managers cannot necessarily be taken at their word. But at this point, Kent Hughes can absolutely be taken at his word because what did he say? If I don't get my price, I'm not moving anybody. Well, he moved people. But he got his price, so and more in many instances as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> exactly, he got a, a first round prospect and a second round pick for Arturi Lekkonen, which is a, a, a huge amount. And look, Lekkonen is a great player. I love Arturi Lekkonen as a player. I think we're all at eyes on the yeah. price. Love Lekkonen, so yeah, you know, it, it, exactly. let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, but 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 I think you can't. I mean, what he got in return was not only palatable, but but very good. <laughs> like, like it, it's something to be excited about uh, as opposed to, okay, well, I guess we'll take this, you know, second round pick. And, and I think that that's a huge uh, move. And, and I think it really sets the tone for the summer because look, this summer, he's going to be very busy. I, I think that that surprises nobody. I don't think it would surprise you, but I look at, you know, the guys who didn't move, and obviously Jeff Petrie's one, I think he moves in the summer. Uh, obviously, there's family issues and, and things like that that he wants to be moved. And, and I think that that's a contract and something that will make sense in the summer. Shea Weber's contract, obviously, it is still, uh, you know, rumored to be uh, on, on the block. Ken Hughes said he was close to doing it. So, uh, Yoel Armia as well. 
in terms of uh, a, a term contract that, that might be moved. Uh, then you obviously have a, you know, guys like Byron and Gallagher and, and Hoffman potentially. I'm not saying that those guys will be traded necessarily, but I think that this, this is definitely a real rebuild right now. And the start of it has, is you can't give it any mark other than an A. Uh, unless you want to give it like an A plus, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll go that far, but, but yeah, this, this is great. I mean, look, you know, 10, 10 days ago, I wrote an article saying, if you trade somebody like Lekkanen or, or Sherrod at that point, because he wasn't traded yet, I said, why not get a 20 year old who can help Laval? And that's exactly what they did with Justin Barron. So yeah, I mean, it, it's look, there's still development to be done. And the Canadians are focusing on that as well now. With uh, with Adam Nicholas in, in in tow and and obviously some additions to come there, but yeah, I mean, look, you know, how many times have we been in the situation where the Canadians were in a position to sh- sell, and they've done absolutely nothing, right? Well, like, to, uh, I mean, like uh, coming into to summer, you also have to be aware that other GMs is going to look at, at at Hughes and say, you know, we're not working with you this time. Uh, it's one thing to well, do they, they say that about, they say they, that about they, Joe Sackick they say that about other GMs but they yeah, always yeah, Julian Brisbois of, of course as well yeah. right there's they always say that but they always dangle something In, indeed they do um I mean um it's the Lekkonen trade fair play to Lekkonen he's going to a contender mm-hmm. I think he he will develop or or become an integrate part of that uh, Colorado team that will go very deep in this year's playoffs. Um, yeah, he, he might get a chance to play for the cup uh, this year again. And and um, yeah, it, it looks interesting. I'll be following Colorado uh, closely uh, just because of Archer Lekan and, and, and the history I have with him since 2015, if I remember correctly. And yeah, yeah it's um, I'm sad to see him go. I'm happy to see him go somewhere where he might get a chance to play for the cup once more. Uh, we, we also have Chirot, uh earlier, but but today Brett Kulak for for a second round pick. We're not sure which second round pick yet, and and <laughs> the trade call is pending, uh, as you just said. But but we're assuming that it's a, a second round pick. Um, if that is a twenty three or twenty four, because I think they've already gone with with the twenty two Oilers, so so that belongs to Chicago, right? Yeah, but basically if the if the Oilers make it to the third round of the playoffs and Keith plays top four minutes on defense, uh, then they get that pick, uh, which in Montreal's case would probably be good because that means they get the 2023 pick, which is a good, a good year to collect second rounders. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, we're still waiting on the details, but yeah, I mean, whether it's 2022, 2023, 2024 for Brett Kulak, who was on the contract, I mean, you can't complain about that. And we have Byron on an expiring contract next year, so that will add up to to one pick one way or another. Uh, So that's also cool. Um, Looking at at, at the hall of prospects, though, I'd say Justin Byron is the absolute star of the show. Yeah. I don't think any one of the others comes close. Um, I know some people are very high on Heinemann. I'm not, but but uh, <laughs> let's leave that for for a future discussion. Um, funny though, because uh, 
one of the guys that says something negative about about Baron is is our former colleague <laughs> David San Louis, who who tweeted out. I talked about Justin Barron's progression in this article, and he mentions an article for Elite Prospects, and and we all, I mean, like at Eyes on the Price, David Saint Louis is is one of the guys that we really really trust when it comes to this. Um, uh, Elite Prospect had him ranked quite low in his draft year. His progression has been slow since then. He projects as a bottom three physical shutdown defenseman for me. Um, that's the quote from David Saint Louis. Um, interestingly, for me. Is, is also that uh, Baron played with Gooley in, in the World Juniors. You got a pairing already set up in one way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting because Baron, you know, by by all accounts is a good skater, good passer. Um, so, you know, he's putting out points in the AHL as well. Um, you know, not, not Kale McCarr points or anything like that, but putting up points. But look, I mean, you know, if that's his floor, it's a pretty good floor to, to have uh, as well. But I mean, yeah, I mean, look, the Canadians are are building a pretty pretty good defense uh, in in terms of future prospects, and that doesn't even include uh, you know players that aren't even drafted yet. So yeah, I mean, you look at Gouli, you look at Norlander, Romanov, obviously already in 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 uh, Montreal. Uh, Jordan Harris is you know rumored and expected even. To, to come in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Jaden Struble is in the NCAA. There, there's uh, obviously Logan Mayu is uh, is playing well when he's healthy uh, so far. So, you know, there, there's returns that are positive on, on defense. And there, there's there's a lot to like. Uh, and look, there's, there's obviously a lot of development to be done, but the Canadians are also focusing on development uh i i you know it, it's it, it sounds silly to say this but having a development coach and having people in player development who are working with the players who are have history of of skills coaching and skating coaching that's all things that that haven't been around this organization so uh, as the player development team grows and, and i like i said i expect that there'd be hirings in that department uh, as we head into the summer and into next season that's just positive and and look Laval needs defense <laughs> Laval you know that that's the big thing here is that even just you know Justin Barron might play some NHL games for the rest of the season but he is uh, already a very good AHL defenseman and uh, you know he played two playoff games last year in the AHL of Colorado and had a goal and two assists in in two playoff games so I mean <laughs> that you know the Rocket can use that right now because uh that there's a lot of players who are missing in that Laval lineup. And, and obviously with, with uh, Brett Kulak uh, and Ben Chirot being traded already, there's uh, a log jam uh, or, or sorry, not a log jam, but a, 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 a flood uh, of defensemen who are needed in Montreal as well. So it, it's, it's going to be interesting. Obviously uh, David Savard is, is returning to the lineup for Montreal. So there are some positives there that uh, they don't have to call up someone necessarily, but yeah, I mean, Justin Barron is the star of this trade. And, and, you know, you look at the other guys, you know, Smilanik in the, the Schrott trade and, and even Heinemann in the Toffoli trade, they weren't even the centerpieces of those trades, right? They, they were acquired with first round picks. Uh, in this case, Barron replaced this, the first round pick and, and it comes with a second rounder as well. So, and it's interesting that the second rounder is in 2024, which replaces um, the second rounder that the, the Canadians traded in the Christian Dvorak trade as well. So it, it's, 
it's a positive um you know look the the canadians have, have been stocking draft picks over the years but now they have as we stand right now first round picks in two consecutive years uh two yeah two first round picks in two consecutive years which is something that they haven't had i don't think since 2007 um and, we'll and so, know what happened then yeah i mean that, i mean that's the trevor timmons made a career out of what happened in 2007 or at least extended his career for about 15 years um but uh no i mean it's it, it it's a positive aspect and like i said it's a it's a it's a rebuild now this is a rebuild it, it, there's no halfway it's we're gonna do this the way that we want to do this and um you know it's it, look jeff gorton did it in, in new york and and look at the rangers now obviously you know they have a, a goalie to thank for a lot of their success right now but you know they have a Norris Trophy winner. They have uh, Arturi Panarin. They have you know, Alexis Lafreniere, Capocacco. They have a lot of pieces in there um, right now. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch. And look, <laughs> you know there's a there's a summer draft and a summer World Junior tournament. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I have a prize. <laughs> I can tell you that. Top twenty five will be a mess. One oh my- one. <laughs> One player that won't return to Montreal lineup is Andrew Hammond, who was traded to New Jersey Devils. It's yeah. for, 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 for Hammond, it's a chance to continue playing in the NHL. And for Montreal, it's a body for the Laval Rocket. Yeah, you know, it, look, Andrew Hammond did his job, right? He came to Montreal. And he did it very, very well. Let's yeah, no, look, look he, he did his job perfectly, right? He, he came to Montreal. He played uh, in, what, I think, three games. Um, maybe even uh, four, but he did. He came in, played well, got team some wins, got team some good goaltending, gave Samuel Montembeau a rest, let Caden Primo go to Laval. That's what he was for, right? Like there was always going to be uh, a question as where he was going to go or what the situation was going to be once Jake Allen came back, and, and now that you know even Carey Price uh, is on the way back. So there was always going to be a, a kind of logjam. And, and Andrew Hammond did his job, deserves to be in the NHL, and, and, and Montreal gave him a chance. And if you look at what the Canadians did with, with, uh, with Nate Schnarr, the, the player that they got from the, the Devils, you know, they turned Brandon Baddock into a, a player who's, you know, 6'3", 185 pounds, he's 23 years old, and he has, uh, you know, 26 points in 43 games uh, in Utica this year. And, you know, that Laval needs forwards too. Um, you know, so there, there's a, it, it's a good move for a team that uh, is looking to, to try and make the playoffs in the AHL. It's very close behind Utica, uh, ironically. <laughs> That's the team that everyone's chasing in the division. But uh, it, it's going to be, look, this team needs to make the playoffs. The Rocket need to make the playoffs. There's Our no... Team Montreal needs to make the playoffs. <laughs> no, no, not this year. <laughs> if they if they did, that'd be a real big problem. No, I said one team. <laughs> oh yeah, one team. Yes, yes. Sorry, I thought you said why not Montreal. I'm like, uh. uh <laughs> if they had to make the playoffs, uh, there's there's a there's a good a chance. There's probably a, a a better chance of Montreal making the playoffs than Florida picking in the top ten this year. So um, at least there's that. But yeah, no, it, it Laval should make the playoffs, uh, and now they they have a little bit more help with between Justin Barron, between Nate Schnarr. Uh, obviously, there's some guys uh, coming back. Uh, Logison will probably return there as well. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he'll have to probably go on waivers, but I mean, that's, you know, it, it'll... Well, if you lose him, you lose him. It's not... Right. It's, it's, he's, he's more of a um, get 
some money out. Uh, yeah. On... No, it, it was a cap. It was it was a yeah. contract and a cap kind of move. Definitely. Yeah. And and uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I think he has one more year, though. But uh, I think he might go back to Sweden or Europe after when that contract runs out. I can't really see him staying in in North America yeah. for too long. Um, former Frölunda guy, another Frölunda guy <laughs> in 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 Montreal, obviously, and uh, never really made the the uh, first team in Frölunda. So uh, yeah. What, what if he wears number 62 now? Because we know how Montreal <laughs> likes to reuse jerseys that are already prepared. Uh, so one one for Lunda 62 replaces another one, right? Yeah, uh, well, if, if, if they if he can be turned into a first round and a second round pick and the deadline <laughs> in a year, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not guaranteeing that at all. Don't um, hold that against me if it doesn't happen. We, we'll have to say, though, that uh, <laughs> you started with it and, and, and uh, we're all very, very excited with uh, Hugh's deals here at the deadline and uh, we can look forward to, a, to another summer. Um, I think for me, obviously, Baron and all the picks are the essential things and that is what you say as well, points to a complete rebuild, even if there hasn't been a mail and a letter from, from management or, or Molson to include that but uh, yeah. indeed there there has been a lot of of, of points to, or, or things that points to the fact that it's a rebuild mm. it's draft it's draft picks that are being stocked there were draft picks already being stocked from last year uh the prospect some of the prospects coming back are more like cap moves and it might if they turn out well that then fine if not it's not a loss really yeah it, exactly and, and you know, look it's it, it's it's not only like the canadians are not rebuilding like the, the 2024 second round pick as an example is not something that they're looking at as like oh we're going to wait until that player becomes available no it's about building a winner year after year after year and because you can't leave a year without a second round pick. You need your second round picks every year. Yeah, I mean that that's why the Canadians are in this mess, right? How many years in a row did they not have a second round pick? You know, up, I, I think up until 2017, they they didn't have one or re- barely had one. You know, 2013 they had three of them, and uh, one of them was just traded yeah. <laughs> in Arturi Lekkinen, and, uh, and then you have Zach Fakali and uh, and uh, Jacob De La Rose. Uh, and 18, they had three, right? Ilan yeah, no, no 17 and 18, 2017 is when they really started focusing on the draft Yeah, a little bit. Uh, before that, it was a little bit more hit and miss, mm. um, except like I said, 2013 was one year where they actually built um, a little bit of a stockpile. And hey, they, they turned one into <laughs> a couple, a, a second round pick in the future, right? Uh, it's uh, the, the the branches keep growing on that, that Lekkonen, uh you know, draft pick. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's, that the fully trade set the tone of hey we're, if we get a, if we get a trade we like we're gonna do it uh, even if it means a little bit of maybe short term pain and then the other trades he's like well I don't have to trade anybody and he didn't but he got what he wanted <laughs> so he did right and, and, and so Florida and Tampa really um, setting the stage as well for yeah. maybe a little bit of overpayments because when they went all in other teams had to go all in. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and you look at what Boston had to give up for for Hampus Lindholm, yeah. uh, and that that you know the Atlantic Division is going to be a, a mess. And it's, you know what? 
it, it, this is a good year for Montreal to miss the playoffs because and next year as well. Let's be honest <laughs> about that. Well, well, I mean, you know, a lot of things can happen. You know, look, uh, if Carey Price comes back, if they get good goaltending, if if they look, they're playing over five hundred since Martin Saint Louis came over, right? And and you can argue that next year's team is probably going to be better than the team that that started the Martin Saint Louis era. So. I'm not throwing in the towel next year. I, I think things can can reverse course pretty quickly, but it, they're not going to be making what? moves to make the playoffs. Race? Sorry, we're not in the Bedard race. Come on, I, I don't think they will be. No, I, I don't think they're bad enough. Look, look at this year. <laughs> this year, everything that could have gone wrong in the first fifty games went wrong, and they're still barely holding on to last place. <laughs> uh, so, going into next year, I think they'll be a lot better. I think I think the stage is set for Cole Caulfield to get what thirty goals at least. Um, Nick Suzuki is probably going to get about seventy points. Uh, so I mean, and plus you have other guys that are going to come up and and play well. And yes, they have holes to fill. They have to replace Lekkinen and Sharat and you know build up that way. They're not a, a a contender, and I don't think they're going to make moves to make the playoffs in twenty twenty three. But but I think they'll probably pick in the. I don't think they're going to be t- bottom five team. In the league, I really don't. Oh, Maybe that's optimistic. Win the lottery, <laughs> no, I, I think they might not. You know, they might sneak into the playoffs. I, I doubt they will. But I mean, if if everything goes right, who knows, right? Like, if Suzuki takes another step forward, as an example, Caulfield takes another step forward. If Guli and Norlander and Romanov and everybody else, you know, if, if everybody takes, you know, there's a lot of ifs. I'm not saying they will, but I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Look at the, look at the look at what happened last year. Right, like you know, like this is a team that that uh, barely made the playoffs and, and went to the third round or Stanley Cup final. Sorry, so I mean everything can go right. There's a lot that needs to go right. I'm not saying that you plan to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're a bottom five team next year. I really don't. I I think that that's um, that would be a failure. Uh, and then you know, look, look at Ottawa this year, right? They're they're expected to take a step forward, and they're what six points ahead of Montreal. And that could it's, be Montreal next year. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, it could Anyways, be. Anyways, so. this is about I, the I, trade I, deadline and yeah. of the future, so you can <laughs> just uh, leave it there. And uh, final thoughts on the deadline. There is nothing but success, right? Yeah, or, organi- the, the organization is in a better spot today than it was 12 hours ago. From the, the future to Laval Rocket to... Uh, everything it, it, it's it's a huge success um, going in the future you know short-term pain but they're building a foundation here and and it's it's a really cool thing to see look how many picks they've added in the last uh, last month or so and it's it's um, it's going to be an exciting time because everything that you knew about the Montreal Canadiens in the last 10 years basically even longer forget it because this organization is moving forward, they're moving in a different direction, and they are not wavering. So it's uh, it's going to be a fun time. If you're a Canadians fan listening to this, it's going to be a lot of fun. As somebody who covers the Canadians like we do, it's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of stuff happening, um, a lot of prospects joining the organization, a lot of uh, draft picks and, and moves to be made. So yeah, um, don't uh, if you haven't subscribed. Subscribe. If if HabsEyesOnThePrize.com is not in your favorites, put it in your favorites because uh, you'll you'll have a lot of stuff to read. Um, there's a lot of stuff to read. <laughs>